Everybody, Emily Abadi here, coming in with the last episode of season 14 of Hurdle. <laughs> it's a, it's been a little bit of an unconventional week for the podcast, large in part due to the fact that I am all over the place, aka I am in Florence as I speak about in this week's marathon recap. I want to say thanks so much to everyone for so many of your kind words in response to that, uh, your emails, your DMs. It's so appreciated, and I'm so happy that you love the recap episode. For 5-Minute Friday this week, I don't talk about my personal life really ever on the podcast, very, very rarely, and I'm not really going to talk about it today, (laughs) but I am going to tell you a story about what happened yesterday walking around Florence. I wish that the story was like, I met the most beautiful man and we are now going to travel to the Amalfi Coast and I'm actually not coming home for a month. And no, that's not what this story is. But every time I'm in Florence, I book a session with a photographer through Airbnb experiences. It's something that I've loved doing over the last couple of years, just to have photos, a snapshot of this time in my life. Coming here is so, so special to me. And so yesterday I was working with a woman named Tamara who was in her mid-20s and we were walking around the streets and she asked me, she says, I absolutely love to talk to people who are from New York about dating. And I was like, oh, yeah, why is that? And she's like, well, I'm in this Facebook group. I died when she told me this. I'm in this Facebook group called Are We Dating the Same Guy? And in it, the stories that women post about their dating experiences in New York are absolutely ludicrous. And so she's telling me all about this Facebook group, which I immediately joined upon getting back to the room. And yeah, it is some crazy stuff. I can say that not most of my dating experiences are nothing like what I'm reading in this group. So God bless women dealing with the chaos in New York, uh, regardless of whatever your sexual preference is. But she said to me, you must date so much in New York. It seems like there's so many options. There's so many people, like millions and millions of people. And I said to her, you know, candidly, I guess I I don't really. <laughs> and she asked me why. And I said, it, it just hasn't been a priority for me. You know, over the last few years, I've really made it a priority to invest in myself, invest in my business. And that's where my focus has been. And I don't regret it. I don't regret it at all. I think I'm coming into a season where I am really ready to make some shifts and prioritize dating and that aspect of my personal life. But in the meantime, this is where I am now. And I feel truly good with that. I feel as though many individuals have some kind of thought, opinion, feeling about a woman that is in her mid-30s and single. And in New York, it's common. But in general, I would say it's less common, maybe. And I cannot let and will not let those people make me feel any kind of way about the choices that I have made in my life. Granted, that can be easier said than done. But I know, having had so many of these conversations with other women, both single and not single, (laughs) that uh, it's a common feeling and it's a valid feeling. And all we can do is be honest with ourselves about where we are at. 
you can be and I can be, this is where I'm at. I am confident in the decisions that I've made, what I have chosen to prioritize and where I am at in my life. And I also wouldn't mind having a long-term partner. It's both. And so I give myself the grace in this season to be where I am and know that what is meant to be in my life is what it's meant to be in my life. And I share this with you, but I also kind of shared these sentiments with Tamara as we walked around Florence and she uh, she thanked me for my perspective. And that was kind of special. It was kind of special to, to see the light bulbs go off for her and know that I was also staying really true to myself and not allowing someone else's opinion or thought, albeit unintentionally for sure, to make me feel any sort of way because I get to decide how I feel. I really can't wait to see those photos. Uh, My prompt for you this week. What are your priorities right now? What are you focused on? What's important to you? My prompt for you this week. What is important to you? What are your priorities? And now a listener question. Hi, Emily. This is Roz. Congratulations on the Berlin Marathon. I can't wait to hear all about it. I had a question for you. I decided to listen to your 2022 New York City Marathon review since I'm running the New York City Marathon for the first time this year. And I noticed that in your podcast, you mentioned that you decided to run that race without any music. Um, I have yet to do that. I've done most of my runs with music, but I wanted to know what was your decision behind it? Have you, did you do this race without any music? Um, what was your experience? How do you get used to it? Um, how do you decide when you want to listen to music or not? Um, I'd love to get your feedback. Thanks. You know, I ran, I want to say I've run 12 marathons now, and I think I ran my first seven with music. It wasn't until I got to Chicago in 2019 that something just happened for me. And I wanted to be more present in that moment. I wanted to hear the crowd. And that happened after the first half of that marathon. I was on track to BQ, which I ultimately did, qualified for Boston. And I made the decision that I wanted to hear what was happening around me. And so I took out my my AirPods and that was kind of symbolic for me. And it's been something that I've done in every marathon since. I always bring the AirPods because I like the option to have music, especially if I'm going through a difficult moment and maybe I feel as though it could be in my best interest to zone out a bit. But I ran Berlin half with music, half without music. And that was great. I found myself, again, leaning into the crowds, wanting to be really present for where I am, realizing that I was never going to get these moments back and saying and thinking, like, I want to be where my feet are. Uh, I thought when I, how do I say this? When I ran marathons with music, I couldn't imagine running them without it. But once I did it without it, I realized how special of an experience it is to hear the crowds and be so immersed. Uh, My recommendation for someone who might be hesitant about that would be go on a training run without music, go on a few, and know and recognize that that experience is gonna be very different than a race because in a marathon, there are so many people cheering and you don't have people cheering you on on a, a regular Tuesday morning running around Central Park. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of hard to give recommendations for how to make that experience better. But I would say if you are hesitant, but know that you would like to try, give yourself the option. Uh, it's hard to cram things in your pocket, but use a spy belt, use some sort of a running belt, uh, and give yourself, yeah, the opportunity to try it. 
you never know until you try. And good luck in New York. If there is a marathon, gosh, that I would say like headphone free is the way to go, especially if you are a New Yorker. Yeah, it's uh, it's the New York marathon. That's it for this week. Make sure you are following along with Hurdle over on social. It's at Hurdle Podcast. I'm over at Emily Abadi, and I would love some of your listener questions to come back to for season 15 of Hurdle. The link to leave me a voice message and ask me something special is in the show notes. Another Hurdle conquered. Catch you guys next time. 